life's gone down the drain. Your body's wrecked with pain. There's just one thing to blame. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Thanks for listening. I am Brian Smith, the man who was almost trampled by a rampaging Stanley. This is episode 40 of Dynamite in the Brain, the podcast that loves anime and hates fun. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. He imagines fellow bus travellers as cartoon hams. It's Anthony Askew. Hello. And taking time out from retweeting CM Punk, we are once again joined by Gary Hedges. Believe it. Third time lucky at reading all that out. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. There's a lot of excitement with that intro. A lot. <clears throat> final week of Ninja Month. <laughs> final and episode forty as well. The big four O. It is. Yes. yes. Are we planning anything special for episode fifty? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, Ninja Month, and also it's our second look back ten years into the past at the anime of two thousand and two. And see whether it still holds up today in the year 2012. And so, ninjas which st- ninja shows which started in 2012. Well, it took a lot of thinking to rule a lot of a lot of them out. But we finally settled on a little show known as Naruto. Little show indeed. <laughs> yes. If by but... little you mean monstrous. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so based on the manga by Masashi Kishimoto and directed by Hayato Date, this started in October 2002. I feel this is so strange to be going back to this. Because it's how weird. were you guys kind of introduced to this? Like, what was your first exposure to this? I think I started watching it in 2003. Because I think it was due to, because I didn't, I kind of kept fandom at arm's length until two thousand and three. Even though I'd been going to cons and cons and stuff, my sort of actually interacting with other anime fans was limited to people who were my friends already, through other reasons rather mm. than just saying, "Hey, let's hang out together because we both like anime." <laughs> That's a good excuse. <laughs> Uh, but then I think 2003 I think either just before or just after Icon that year Uh, so it was going on to Anime Europe and then so I think I was on Anime Europe before before that Icon and then after that Icon was kind of the split where it went into Anime England and that was the time I actually started going on to IRC channels I think people were just it was just generally people were talking about this show understandably and so i'd already started watching digital fan subs fairly regularly i think in 2002 when i got uh broadband mm. using WinMX. Uh, <laughs> do you remember That's that peer-to-peer <laughs> system <laughs> i didn't use it but I, I certainly know of it um yeah and so then I think this might have been around the time I also got introduced to Torrance as well. Well, that's linked with my uh, origin story for this, but go on, carry on. Uh, so, yeah, so watching this, so I used to go around uh, John, who we've had on for the role-playing episode, 
which um, we may finish in this lifetime <laughs> one t- one day one well day. yeah there's uh there's countries between us it's hard at all i know that's true um so yeah so i think it was like downloading a bunch of episodes of stuff i'd burn them onto disc and then go around his house and we'd sort of watch a bunch of stuff on tuesday evenings was that your like kind of anime society but that was yeah because it was stayed up his naruto night <laughs> it started out with more of us watching um fan sub tapes mm. um so i think we started off as because we used to do role-playing nights on sunday nights monday nights and wednesday nights and that for some reason was not enough for some of us so we started <laughs> having role-playing meets around john's on tuesday nights as well <laughs> and then that sort of gradually morphed into watching um anime both fan subs and official releases and then i was slowly m- went into watching wrestling shows and digital fan subs and the rest history that is the rest is history <laughs> yes so well a limited amount of history because then i watched it up till about episode 100 102 uh and then so stopped watching it mm. so what about yourself Go on, Gary, you go first. I was just going to say, mine's actually almost very, very similar to Brian's. Uh, I went, I think the first con that I properly went to was Aya 2002. um, And that was something I went to kind of, I think I've told this story before, the history of me getting into the fandom, so to speak. But it was kind of like a one-off thing, saw the flyers at a comic shop, went to Aya 2002. But it was after... Uh, Aya uh, 2002 that I signed up to Anime Europe because I suddenly figured why not sign up to these sites and chat with like-minded anime fans to find out what new stuff's coming out from Japan rather than relying on what I did through the 90s which was just waiting till the box is on the shelf looking at it and thinking does this look good yes or no and then just going on instinct Uh, so I thought actually getting opinions would probably be a better idea but yeah so it was I signed up to Anime Europe 2002 um, and then a lot of people started talking about Naruto and how great it was. So I just decided that I'd start downloading some of the fan subs to check it out. And uh, yeah, kind of went from there, really liked it, showed a lot of my friends. They also really liked it. So we did the same sort of thing where we'd basically get together at weekends um, and sit and watch like the latest uh, episodes of Naruto until we caught up. And then it was a case of watching it on a single episode each week, which I must admit was quite painful. Oh, my Trust me, I know. <laughs> I know that feeling. Nothing worse than wait, having to wait a whole week to see the next episode of a show that you really like. And especially when it finally comes round, nothing really happens in that episode. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Naruto had a fair amount of that at certain arcs. Mm. Not so much in the early days. but No, the, the early certainly days was awesome. grew. It certainly grew. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, but with me, I was pretty much... <clears throat> a day one guy with this this is i found i don't know how i came about but i found out about this glorious thing called torrents which you may have heard of and i got, i think the site was animesuki.net i don't know if oh, it still exists yeah. i'm not quite sure it does still exist yeah oh good i'm pleased they're going strong um the reason i thought it didn't exist is because i used to get a happy birthday email off them every year <laughs> this yes, is true this is yeah, true I, I got them as well <laughs> and they'll no, just stop doing it so I'm obviously off their birthday card list. But anyway, I was kind of looking through the shows like, oh, yes, brilliant. Because like, I'd never really watched fan subs at this point or anything like that, really. Except, well, no, I tell a lie. I had, but not a great deal. So anyway, I've seen this show called Naruto. It had a 
hell ton of seeds and people downloading. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. And then the rest is history. I loved it. And I was telling everybody about it at school. And I was that guy who used to give them the disc with the episode on. I was that guy. And this was my show. People knew who to go to for Naruto at school. <laughs> and yeah. So how old would you have been then? 2002. Well, I'd say it was 2003, but it hadn't been out long. Um, two, oh, 2000. I am 24 now. Is that, yeah, 24 now. So take 10 off it. Or nine. 14 years old. Yeah, so 14 or 15. Wow. Or borderline. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Juvenile you. Jesus, that is a scary. So I'd, I'd seen this before I'd started going to cons and everything. That's crazy. That is weird. Well, that still probably sounds better than the fact that I was probably 27, 28 when I started watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Bit, and I was mid 20s. Well, early 20s, sorry. Well, you kind of everyone's had the the phase, the yeah. Naruto phase. I don't know what you've done wrong, Anthony, because I got a birthday message from them last year for my birthday. So, well, I don't know what it is. Maybe in, I'm. In I've upset someone high up. I've upset. Them. I think I came off their mailing list because I was on it as well because they were a good site for kind of announcing when new anime was being released. Yeah, it's um, just it's the forum sending them out. I think it's just an automated forum thing well funny story as i've just remembered i we'll told a friend <laughs> well, so... i told a friend that obviously it was also he kind of understood torrents and, and such like oh you've, you've got to check out this this show i told him about it told him when to get it and um a few days later he, he said he watched a couple of episodes i says oh what do you think oh it's rubbish it's rubbish i says are you sure went round his house Decided, oh, we'll watch a few episodes. He'd been downloading Narutaru. Whatever <laughs> that is, I know it was not to do with ninjas. So he does. <laughs> he'd been watching this terrible nice. show. I assume terrible. And yeah, <laughs> then we're watching Naruto, and he liked it. I liked it. And everyone was happy. Except Narutaru, who probably lost a lot of seeds. After people have realised it wasn't Naruto. Or oh, is it good? I, I don't know. Have you seen it, Brian? Uh, I don't. I think I, I believe the comics better than the anime is. I think I've seen a bit of it. It's one of these ones where it takes time to get warmed up because it's trying to. It's luring you into a false sense of security. Mm. In that it's, it appears to be cute and pleasant, but then it's going to go and go. Ah, surprise. I'm pretty appalling and horrible and have a dark heart when you get to the bottom of it. Uh, see, I, I didn't have any kind of idea what it was about, except it was a kind of a, a little running joke that he was a big fan. Well, she wasn't, because, well, you know, he wanted the riddle, but he didn't get it. And that's my funny story of the week. <laughs> Unless something else springs to mind. Yeah, there's something springs from uh, your brain, some mm. tale of mischief and yeah twisted youth <laughs> oh so ninja month it's yeah so right naruto itself so we're going to talk about the first five episodes which a lot of people have seen because everybody at iacon last year got them on dvd <laughs> in their con bags and no doubt a massive percentage had already seen it anyway yes because it's been, like, it's been on has it has it been on TV over here? Yeah, it did. And I was one of the intrigued few who thought, ooh, how's the dub? 
Yeah. And yeah. Um, the I catch think the catchphrase is believe it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the, um, I don't know. The be- believe it seems to be his thing that he says at the end of every sentence. Um, yeah, in, I think in the, the Japanese original, he had a habit of using the phrase datibaya, which many most websites I've looked at have always insisted that it didn't actually have a meaning. He just kind of says it for the sake of it. But they decided that he needed a catchphrase in the English version, so uh, believe it became his thing. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. Yeah. <laughs> Both as bad as each other, I think. Hmm. I, see, I just assumed... Well, I didn't know what I thought it meant, that data by your thing. Um, hmm. But yeah, so we talk about the first five episodes rather than um, the entire series. But we'll talk about things which might crop up later on as we go along. And we might have a more general talk at the end about it and spin-offs and stuff. Because I know Gary's played a lot of the uh, video games Yep. in his time. (laughs) Right, so yes, the first episode. Um, Basically, it's like a origin story for... Naruto. You get a little bit of information about where he's coming from, what his personality is like, and it's basically him having to pass his final exams at whatever ninja primary school or whatever he's going to so he can uh, graduate and um, become go to Ninja Academy. I know, they're graduating from Ninja Academy to form a team and then yeah. sort of earn ranks in ninjiness. Yeah, it's like the next, it's kind of they got to they've got to graduate to qualify to attend the next kind of ninja school up. And how old is he here? Like twelve or thirteen or something? Mm, I'm thinking eleven, maybe. I'm thinking eleven. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got twelve on Wikipedia. I don't ever remember hearing hearing of him being younger than twelve. So that that to me sounds about right. Uh, yeah, so in the first episode, you get introduced to him, you get introduced to the leader of the village he lives in. Because basically, it's a, <clears throat> a ninja village where everything is ninja. So you've got ninja corner shops, <laughs> ninja <laughs> Raymond bars. Everything is entirely dedicated towards being a ninja or ninja serv- or the ninja service industry. See, at my age of a mere young 14, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Why can't my school be like ninja school? <laughs> Why can't my whole town be like the ninja town, more like? Exactly. It would just be amazing. Except surely with everybody being ninjas, kind of then the whole idea of being a ninja is nothing special because everybody mm. there is one. Yeah, kids kids in that village want to be normal people. That's their big <laughs> excitement. Thing. I want to be a fireman. Well, you can be, but you've got to be a ninja fireman. <laughs> oh, so I'm we... We learn in flashback that the village at some point had been attacked by a demon fox, which was sealed by their former leader, known as the Fourth Akage, and they sealed the demon inside the baby Naruto. Yes. Uh, that the, during the t- this, the Fourth Akage died. He had to be replaced by his predecessor, the Third Akage, who's an almost very. He's quite an old man. He is quite an old man. And so we meet him, we meet uh, Naruto's teacher, Aruka. Yep. And we kind of get some of the characters in the background, but they don't really get a proper introduction yet. Because it's basically a short story sort of setting up Naruto, his sort of personality, his situation, where he's sort of been ostracised by 
the town because he's an orphan and he's got this demon sealed inside him. Which yeah, they all, kind of, they all kind of fear the demon that's inside him and think that yeah. he is the demon. Yeah, sort of and he finds out for himself when he deal has to deal with this ninja who's gone bad, this other teacher called Mizuki, who tricks him into stealing. Um, uh, a forbidden scroll with forbidden techniques. That's it. Which Naruto manages to learn this technique, the shadow clone technique, which allows him to create multiple copies of himself, which are actually literal copies. They're not like illusionary ones. They are physical and they have his personality. And they can attack and they can take action and things. Yeah. yeah. Rather than being like a hologram. That is correct. So that's basically the first episode. And the thing which struck out to me watching it again, first time for God is up nine years maybe, it's a lot more cartoony than I remember it being. So I don't know whether they tone that down later on. In, in yeah, terms it's... of like the comedy and stuff. Yeah, because or... there's yeah, one it's... bit where Aruka shouts at him and his head grows to a comically enormous size. <laughs> and Yeah, the... I know what you mean. And the last scene when uh, all the Naruto's pile on to Mizuki, the sound effects are quite comical. You don't actually see the far hit, you just hear all these thuds. But... Yeah, yeah, but there's it. also like boinks. Like, he's being, like, <laughs> boinks. like Fred Flintstone's been hit in the head with something. <laughs> it is actually, yeah, thinking about it, the early episodes were, were quite comical like that. But they obviously took, they obviously changed that later well, on. I know they still have did that occasionally from the episodes I saw, because I think later on um, there's stuff with him and his eventual other teacher, Jiraiya. Yeah. Where they're yeah, goofing when they're around. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... when they're goofing around, that's kind of cartoony as well. And also whenever some of the characters who I think are in the next episode, um, when they show up, tends to be an indication we're going to have some silliness. No, 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 I know exactly what you mean, actually. I didn't really <clears throat> think of that at first, but obviously it's a, it's in a very different tone to what evidently becomes and almost gets too big for its boots, <laughs> to s- some way say. But I, I think it's a, a brilliant opening episode. I think it's such a strong kind of opening bid to kind of get people interested not give them too much to kind of like, oh, what's going on? But enough, but not enough to kind of keep them asking. They, they want more. At least I did. Whether it's because I, I was a fourteen boy that wanted to be a ninja, <laughs> I don't know. But well, I wasn't that silly. But you know, I was young. I liked ninjas. So Me I think and Brian it's were twenty good. somethings wanting to be ninjas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I never wanted to be a ninja because I was already hooked on a different Shadow Jump show before this. Uh, ah, yeah, you were <laughs> wanting to be a pirate. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and that, well, the fact that I wanted to be a pirate is part of the reason why One Piece appealed to me. So it wasn't One Piece making me want to be a pirate. Yeah. Is that I already wanted to be a pirate, <laughs> so therefore I wanted to watch One Piece. Um. Yeah, Naruto really seems like a kid in this first episode. Really. Yes. And it's not too bad in this first episode, because also, I think as long as you've got some sympathy for him... Which there's... Bu- well, there should be bucket loads. There's, there's a lot of bucket loads in this first episode. Mm. Um, but when there's not, when that sympathy is kind of taken away in these early episodes, he can be a bit grinding. And you can see why some of the other characters do get annoyed with him. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, at first he's a very likable character. Well, I say very. He's he's um, 
you can deal with them. You can put up with them. But as you say, he kind of gets. <sighs> I, I started to hate the character throughout the series. I know we're only talking about the first five here, but I just want to say he's very annoying. Oh, he's not the character who uh, drove me away. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, he's, he's not like he wouldn't drive me away, but I do find him. At times, anything where he wasn't in and it was about someone else, I'd be, I'd be pleased inside. I would be relieved. Oh, I, th- I feel I need to mention that I actually watched the English dub this time around when uh-huh. I watched on the DVD. And <clears throat> when I, I remember watching it on Fox Kids whenever, I think it was Fox Kids or Jetix, I forget. And I, I thought, oh, the dub's awful. But... I kind of liked it. I, I don't know whether it was because I thought, oh, I've watched this like a million and one times. I kind of... It could be, yeah. You might distance yourself from the original now mm. so you can. it doesn't seem quite as jarring. Yeah, because, I mean, it's got some decent voice actors in it because I know Aruka is the guy who does Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, oh, that, that that voice sounds familiar. And as if, I'm sure like Crispin Freeman pops up. And oh, Steve Blum pops up. But he's a, a later character. I read about this, you see, so I just thought I'd mention. But no, I, I kind of like the English dub. I don't know if any, any of you guys have watched it in English. I've uh, got the DVDs of the... Well, I started collecting the DVDs, then I stopped when I realised how many DVDs I'd need to buy. <laughs> but I've got, like, the first eight volumes or something, and you've got both the, the Japanese uh, with subtitles and also the dub on there. And I've, yeah. I have watched it with the dub, but... I, I, it wasn't so much the fact it was in English. It was the the some of the voice tones for characters that had a voice of a specific tone, and then hearing them having a voice that's either a lot more high pitched or a lot deeper just sounded off, and that mm-hmm. put me off. Um, and also the, the the continuous believe it did annoy me. <laughs> no, I'll ring through your your head and give you nightmares, out Willis. Yeah, it's worth noting that the translation as well on the on the early DVDs at least seemed to be a bit um, kind of screwy almost. I mean, it's obviously the, the fan subs is subject to whatever the fans translate it as themselves, but on the official DVDs, um, whenever Naruto goes off to have ramen, um, for the first couple of volumes, they don't refer to ramen noodles as ramen noodles. They refer to them as pot noodles. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I don't know if Golden Wonder may have paid for product placement. Who knows? <laughs> mm. I'm craving a pot noodle right now. Oh, right now. dearie me. Oh, I love pot noodles. They're just Oof. the worst. No, super noodles are the worst. Student food. No, super noodles. I much prefer super noodles than oh, pot noodles. No. Oh, no. Who wins, you decide. <laughs> well, you, the, uh, the, re- the main reason, not so much that I don't like them to eat, it was more, my brother used to eat them all the time, and they used to give him appalling flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's his own biology, yet, sir. <laughs> so I've associated uh, pot noodles with that. Oh, poor guy. So, uh, Ooh, yeah. episode two. Oh, hang on, I've got some more stuff to say about episode one yet. Oh, my bad. Um, so, other stuff. Um, you're talking about how it's, it's a great setup. Yes. And a great first episode. Because I, I find that I think a lot of the Shonen Jump comics have almost a formula in getting things set up like this. And the, the first chapter will be extra long and it will kind of give you an idea, but it will be like a done in one. 
mm. story to give you an idea of what the story is. Almost yeah. as if they're thinking, okay, if no, if people really don't like this, we can at least drop it after one chapter. <laughs> Whether <laughs> they've actually done that, no, I don't know. But uh, and then you get like the, then the story arcs will gradually increase in size after that, as if they're like feeling their way out. Mm, that makes sense because it's for other shonen stuff. I can't really remember. Like what? What was One Piece's line? Because I, I have One, seen it, but yeah, One Piece ago. cheated. It flipped stuff around. It moved the it moved the first chapter from the comic further into the series because the first chapter of the comic starts off with the flashback. Wait, right, it's, it's yes, not really a yes. flashback at that point because there's nobody actually flashing back to it. But it starts <laughs> off with um, the story of how Luffy, uh, Luffy ate the fruit, got his scar, got the hat, and. Um, yeah, and Shanks lost his arm. Ah, right. Ah. And Trust then... One Piece to try and mess around. <laughs> oh, but then it, and then it ends with him setting off uh, to become the Pirate King as a uh, teenager. Mm. And then, but then that, that is literally all you learn of Luffy's origin for almost a decade. <laughs> Oof, <God. laughs> it takes wow. you. It takes about a decade to get his full origin. Apparently, you just animated in the cartoon. Oh well, I'm I'm a few episodes behind still, so I'm looking forward to finally getting some understanding. As to oh no, you, you've you've missed it already. <laughs> oh, I've missed it. Oh, yeah, it right. was the thing immediately to before where you started off. Ugh, oh, right. <laughs> typical, typical. Uh, I think ble- <laughs> yeah, I think Bleach kind of goes the same way as Naruto, where it kind of. And Bleach probably does it even better than Naruto. Cause... I do kind of half remember Bleach, and that, like I did kind of fall it in love with like that It was like an all away, one. So... Yeah, it definitely had a kind of its own contained little story that then yeah. was kind of wrapped up at the end. I remember the comic definitely did that, and uh, but I mean the speed at, the speed at which Bleach moved through the material for like the first sixty episodes was ridiculously fast compared to Naruto and One Piece. Yeah, it was like moving twice as fast as whichever one was going fastest at the time, which is why it's had so much filler since then because it caught too up far pretty... ahead. Yeah, it caught up too quick. Uh, well, yeah, I like the idea that they've got to like pass some sort of ninja license test before they can go off and be... graduate from Ninja Academy. <laughs> and oh yeah, the the final thing. Oh, the music is pretty good when it's sort of queuing up the comedy and the drama but I also thought it sounded a bit like Legend of Mystical Ninja music sometimes <laughs> yeah. you ever play that SNES game because it, it does sound occasionally at least at this point it does sound obviously being played on a keyboard at points <laughs> one one guy sat on his own play this <laughs> uh, what about tr- the intro I know you don't actually see a kind no. of visually see the intro but you hear it Yes, I, rocks. I love this intro. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. I, and, uh, opposite to that, I could not remember the ending theme at all. <laughs> I was like, is this the ending theme? I don't remember <laughs> this being the ending theme. I never used to like it originally, but... And I can't even... And now I've watched five episodes today, and uh, again at this point in time, I can't remember the ending theme again. <laughs> Do you like it? Because I, I, I really like it. I never used to, but it's... Um... Well, no, I can't. I don't like it or dislike it. I just can't remember it. It's it just washes straight over me. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'd written down for the episode, which struck me in episode one, was the design. I 
the design is pretty great in Naruto, and this is obviously coming from the comic. Um, of whom, like the, of character the character or design, everything? yeah, and oh, the, right. everything in general, but the character design particularly, because mm. I think they do a good job with the uniforms seem yes. fairly practical. Mm. They're not ridiculous costumes, and they're kind of cool looking as well. I, I'd certainly wear a, a Junan outfit. I would go well. That's what I've been tempted many times at a con to wear them, but I've never <laughs> bit the bullet, bit the kunai, and did it. <laughs> Put on some body warmers. Sorry, Kevlar <laughs> jackets. Uh, but yeah, because I think they're just they're, they're sort of uniform enough, but they've got little... Um, each one seems to have like a little personalisation to them. And you get some In the first episode, you get some crowd scenes of the guys they send out to track down Naruto when he's run off with the scroll. And they're obviously just all bit characters, so they've got the general uniform, but they've each got a little thing which... Make, I think there's one in a really silly hat, helmet. <laughs> yeah, one's got like bandages one. over his face and stuff, and yeah. they kind of they're bit characters, but they do they do keep them consistent. So those bit characters will crop up throughout the series at different points when they just need to have a big, huge ninja squad to do something. But yeah, I think even the sillier characters you get later on. Well, I say the sillier; they're still incredibly important to the plot. But even they're still fairly practically designed, like um, Killer B. Yeah. I mean, he's a ridiculous. He's a rapping ninja. <laughs> but... Oh, you're getting. Oh, right. I'm thinking, killing me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting you now. He's well. In but he's still, when you think about him, his design is still practical for what he does. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I want to say as well is since it's Ninja Month, it's a very ninjury show. <laughs> it is. It, yeah. it, as ninjas go, it, it does everything. It's got them. The whole like skipping across trees. They've got shurigans. Yeah, later on they got summoning ninja animals. Yeah, that's that's as ninja stuff goes. If someone was to like say, "Oh, what do you want from this ninja show?" These would be elements. These would make it up. <laughs> so I think it does a good job in terms of ninjas. I think it can get over the top at times, though. When you think mm. like ninjas, predominantly you associate more with kind of stealthy, kind of. Actions. Uh, well, yeah, but are, as as we mentioned on the Ninja Scroll, they're pulp ninjas. They're based. They they're they're of a tradition which from the nineteen fifties of these um, pulp ninjas who've got superpowers. Yeah, basically, yeah. they're not trad ninjas. They're pulp ninjas, <laughs> and they're definitely not Euro ninjas. Oh, good. Though I suspect some of them must <laughs> maybe supposed to be. Like it's kind of hard to pin down what all the nationalities because. Later on, you learn that there's other villages of other ninjas. Which I kind of felt, oh. Because I, I kind of like this containment, and then they kind of just blow it up. They kind of open up this world, which obviously it's a good thing for the story, but it's kind of almost they... a self-contained kind of the universe. It kind of works, and then they kind of think, oh... We can do whatever we want with this now. Yeah, I think, I, I think he expands it a bit too quick. Mm, mm. I think would be the way I describe it. And then even as we get to episode three, uh, even in episode three, you start seeing him expanding a little too quickly. I think. But anyway, episode two. Gary, you wanted to say episode two? I was just going to say episode two has one of the best characters in the series in it. Oh uh, no, no. You're not wrong, I... you're right, he is one of the best characters. Oh, I've got the... You guys know I hate these kind of characters. <laughs> and I... 
Hey, <laughs> why do you think I said he was one of the best ones in the series? He's not wearing a mask. He's not blonde. No, not about? like. He's <laughs> this kind of annoying addition. Is in a few weeks we're going to do a, a Eurasi Yatsura episode, and that's got one of these characters as well. Oh. Man. And no doubt that's Brian's favorite character. He's one as of my well. favorite characters. Yeah, <laughs> oh, some, I can kind of appreciate. Oh, people like this annoying thing with a just that just gets in the way. But like, the meowth, <laughs> this you, guy's the meowth. Of, of, you should describe Konohamaru to everyone. Yeah, he's the grandson of the um, third Hikage. and he like we haven't mentioned also the other thing from the first episode is that Naruto wants to become the Hikage. And so yeah. does um, this guy. This guy. His <laughs> this name guy. I can't remember how many. I keep on. If I say his I'm name, I'm, 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 I'm going to put too many syllables in his name. Uh, but yeah, he's not there to be irritated. Anthony. He's there what? to be like a mirror of the main character. Yes, I get that. I get that. It's kind of so as he has the same beliefs as Naruto. The kind of yeah, he wants to be obviously the Hakage, the leader, and obviously it's like almost like a mirror. Of Naruto, and I, I can appreciate that, but as I've said, I find Naruto can be an annoying character, so two of him. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I think the point is that as Naruto moves towards being a more serious character, you can still do the stuff you did in the first few episodes or the first few chapters that you might have wanted to do with the goofy Naruto, you can do with him instead. That's, that's a point, that's a point, but. I mean, as series, annoying characters and things go, this guy is not the worst. He's he's one of the better ones, if I'm going to be honest. But he's still. Mm. At least they introduced him early. I think you'd have been annoyed if he turned up, like far, far into the series. It's like, and now we introduce the annoying cousin. <laughs> I mean, he's a funny character. He's pretty funny. I mean, he's got some funny moments, but I like the um. The use of Konohamaru later in the anime is quite funny because because he's younger than Naruto. It's kind of when you for, when you the series has progressed on a bit and you almost forget some of the earlier stuff that Naruto went through when he was a lower grade ninja. But then it's amusing to then see that Konohamaru ends up having to do most of it in the same manner. And obviously, but then he talks to Naruto about it, and Naruto—it's kind of like instead of having a flashback of it, they'll actually just have Konohamaru's team doing the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get you. Because I know it's, obviously you don't see it in these opening five episodes, but later on you see the grandson Konohamaru with his mates, and they've all got the little goggles on, copying off Naruto. Yeah, copying That's Naruto, because that was what Naruto used to wear before the headband. Yeah. Because obviously you don't get the headband until you've graduated. These weird welders goggles or something. I don't know what they are or what they're for, but he happens to own a pair. Now, talking of the I want to be a Kage thing, it, does it, I don't know how far you guys have seen or read through it. Does he still do that, or has it been kind of dropped as a personality trait? Who's that? What for Konohamaru? No, for Naruto. Naruto. Uh, no, it's he's, not as he's kinda... still he still does, but it's kind of. I don't think he harps on about it because, um, because of the way the arcs flow later on, so much stuff is just continuously happening. It's almost like one threat after another, after another, after another. So Naruto's kind of continuously dealing with threats of different types. So there's no time for him to do the whole "I want to become the Hokage." It's kind of like he's actually too busy saving the village, sort of thing. 
Like they do feed it down your throat for a good while. Oh yes, yeah, but... certainly before Shipperton, it's oh yes, almost yes. continuous. Any mm. any fight he has, it's almost like his whole thing that keeps him going. His whole motivation is the whole he wants to become the Hokage, and it's all about the recognition because obviously the whole village fears him because of the demon fox. So his idea is if he becomes a Hokage, he's essentially the person in charge for protecting the whole village. So every, obviously everyone would accept him then as the kind of saviour of the village. Mm, which I kind of think, at first I think, oh, it's, I don't like the idea of him wanting to be the Hokage, a big deal. But when they kind of boil it down to the recognition, I think, hmm, I can see that. Because obviously with him being an orphan and stuff, I can see it and everyone frightened of him. I can see that, I can see that. So I think it's all right. Well, uh, kind of. But exactly. as you say, it does fairly get force-fed. And also, it kind of does seem like, at least to me it did, it does seem like a deliberate copy of Luffy and One Piece always telling people that he's going to be the Pirate King. Uh, see, you would obviously notice that more than me. Because <laughs> not really watching it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a... I found a Tumblr the other day called Luffy Logic which is this beam where it's basically just sort of showcases Luffy's logic. And there's the third one on here is possibility of military wiretap. Hello, this is Luffy, future King of the Pirates. Basically, <laughs> any opportunity to tell anybody that he's going to be the King of the Pirates, he will do it. Particularly if it's somebody who it will annoy that he's going to be. Yeah. Uh, That's how Sean and stuff rolls. You've got to... It is. Just... I guess what, yeah, but it's it, coming so closely after One Piece, One Piece started, did it, yeah. that it did seem like, oh, One Piece is doing well, let's do that again. Because what's in Bleach... Job done. What's, what's the, the guy in Bleach's thing? Uh, it's he's always having to save his friends, basically. Yeah. Mm. That one's a bit different, because he doesn't really have a kind of long-term goal of what he wants to accomplish. Hmm. No, again, it's also fairly badly written because he does just. It always team seems to come down as oh, someone needs saving. Yeah, make it up as you go along. <laughs> Draw more characters. Yeah, because if if Naruto has problems with introducing too many characters too quickly, then Bleach has it far worse. So maybe that's what Bleach was copying from Naruto. It was like, well, look at Naruto. They've introduced all these characters at once. <laughs> Why don't you do the same? <laughs> <laughs> Which admittedly is a bit... Um, I mean, One Piece has done it as well. And I think it kind of harks back to... I'll say the Red Ribbon Army arc in Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that Dragon Ball stuff likes its uh, new guys at any opportunity. Yeah, but um, I mean, often it doesn't introduce that many in one go, except perhaps in the Red Ribbon. Because mm. normally it's like oh, here's one really tough guy, he'll wipe out all of Goku's friends. It's normally Goku who's got the strength in numbers against the bad guys. <laughs> Except that proves to be no strength at all. <gasps> normally isn't it? It's pretty <laughs> yeah. All my friends have died again, oh, but go and fire the Dragon Balls again. <laughs> I like. I would go with the Dragon Balls. It saves you, you know, putting any effort in. <laughs> in fact, how often do the Dragon Balls spawn? I know this is totally oh, I can't recall. off topic, but... <laughs> I I, once, you, once you've gathered them all together, then you make the wish, and then they go and 
disappear to random locations, if I remember correctly. Oh, right, yeah. I, I couldn't Just think of like, them you have to wait a year or something. Uh, that might oh, be that the, be the Namek ones. Yeah, well, yes, because there's additional ones. Too. Oh, we're, we're getting into deep territory here. Yeah. I was going to say, wrong show. <laughs> yeah. So, back to episode two, with the Ninja Corner Shop, selling Ninja swimsuit magazines. <laughs> So basically, you got Konohamaru, and it's it basically introduces him and kind of gives you the insight to him. Um, I think it also te- shows you his teacher because Konohamaru's yeah. got his own special kind of tutor that's been assigned to him because he's the um, third Hokage's grandson. Um, and then, but the uh, Konohamaru basically forms a friendship with Naruto, and they almost become kind of like rivals. But it's kind of a a friendly rivalry because Konohamaru at the same time looks up to Naruto, but it's almost he looks up to him, but then thinks to himself because he wants to become the Hokage that that's not going to happen unless he becomes better than Naruto. Yeah, you know, obviously I think Naruto likes them because it's it's almost like a a brotherly love. Yeah, it's like having like a fan. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of the first people if you think about it. Aside from Maruka, um, Konohamaru is possibly the next person that kind of uh, acknowledges Naruto. Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Oh, I hadn't realised he was voiced by um, Ikue Otani, the uh, woman who does uh, Tony Tony Chopper and Poyo and Pikachu. Oh, <laughs> More reason to like this little annoying fellow, eh? Yeah, well, there's lots of, there's lots of boys voiced by women in this show. Yeah. Obviously, Naruto is. Even even the English dub. Yes, she Naruto is. Yeah, a, she's a um, comedian, isn't she? She's in. Uh, you've seen this Reno 911? Oh, yes, yes. She, she she appears in some of the sketches in the. I can't which series it is. But I know sometimes they have to go to a brothel. To arrest a guy in like a repeated sketch, and I think she's the brothel owner. Oh, that's 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 weird. Well, not weird, but I, I did not know that. Hmm. I know the the Japanese voice actor for Naruto also does a voice for Gon from Hunter x Hunter, well, the original um, series for it. Anyway, no female act voice actors getting getting paid in this show definitely. Yeah, well, at least in the first suit. Did they? Did they? Uh, I'm guessing they all stuck the same voices for when they because they only aged like two or three years, didn't they? Sure. Um, yeah, three years for the time skip. Yeah, I, it's because I've been watching Gundam Age. I've actually got used to time skips where people actually are voiced by adults, uh, by uh, they're voiced by women when they're young and men now when they're older. <laughs> but that was oh. a tw- that was a 26 year time skip, so there's an excuse. That for makes that. sense. Yeah. No, I never really thought about the voices changing that much. No, I think they've looks like they've generally stuck to the same people, except when people have had to take a uh, sabbatical for various reasons. Mm. Uh, yeah, so they just, yeah, they got the other teacher. I think he crops up in the aforementioned goofiness with uh, Jiraiya later on. Abisu, yeah. that's the guy. Yeah, because they like they torment him with shooter. their uh, turning into uh, sexy women. Because he's a closet pervert, isn't he? Yeah. Elaborated on later on in the series. <laughs> it, it cracks me up when um, Konohamaru turns into like the the ugly version of that woman that the sea. Oh, I did, I yeah, did laugh at that. Naruto's trying to teaching him the sexy jutsu, but yeah. he's failing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then they try to sneak in like a a bathhouse and it goes terribly wrong. Well, not really that wrong. He only yeah. gets a black eye or a, a bump on the head. Yeah, and they're but, very uh, they um could be worse. They exhibit a lot of self control the animators by not actually showing you inside the bathhouse. Whereas I think later on they might have just gone ahead and shown you <laughs> time to draw some women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a funny, funny episode. Like, if if I look past the annoying little guy, because <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, I'm I'm being overly harsh, but I just never buy into these like little guys, like these little annoying characters, like 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 a snarf. But snarf's ten times better, ten times better. Whew, but yeah, it's a funny episode. It's a look, as you say, it's a, in a very different vein to the rest of the series. These opening episodes yeah it's pretty Very much a different. comedy episode isn't it really yeah and th- i mean a few of them pop up later on with like the filler episodes and stuff but it's not the same when they get older i don't know why Just seeing kids do silly goofy things is more believable than someone who's got like a you know they've passed a few ninja exams you expect better of them <laughs> so then we're into episode three where the show kind of starts properly um, and introduces you to a ton of characters. Yeah, we, you kind of seen them in the background in episode one, and I think a couple of them actually get lines. I know Hinata, I think, gets a line where she's going, "Oh, best to look Naruto and blushing," which yeah. is kind of what she does for the rest of this series, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> and probably the rest of the entire story, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. she has she has some predominant scenes later on. Yeah, because I think eventually they get over the let, only boys are reading this, so let's just say girls are useless through most of the early episodes of Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I'm not wrong in thinking that kind of, is kind of like girls are silly and useless is a general theme going through uh, early chapters and episodes of Naruto. But certainly, if you, we think, well, if you look at the the context of. Um, this episode, obviously, they give you all the teams that are put together, the teams of three, and you get to find out some of the other teams, although they, they, they obviously you don't know anything about the characters, you see what teams, who's paired up with who, because uh, you get, obviously, Eno and Sakura, who are, like, kind of best friends but rivals. You get to see Eno's team, and she makes a comment about the fact that she's on a team with a fat guy and stuff like that, but you don't know anything about any of those characters. But certainly, um, Sakura despite the fact she's in the team with Naruto and Sasuke, um, throughout the majority of Naruto, she's basically useless and doesn't know any skills whatsoever and doesn't really do much except flirt with Sasuke. Um, and it's, she doesn't become decent until later on when she suddenly decides... She actually suddenly realises that she was the weak link in the team because at first it was considered Naruto because of how goofy he was. And she suddenly realizes that she's the weak link in the team and actually decides to start doing some proper specific uh like ninja trading to kind of give the team um additional skills that like Naruto and Sasuke don't have. Because, yeah. I mean she be, she gets like um medicinal powers, well, she learns all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she gets like she the gets medic- a, like, skills the power and strength and from a, a later character. There might be a yeah, bit of a strength thing. she gets yeah. obviously with a, a, a character who crops in later on yeah so it's only around the time of the the is it tuning exam arc is when you start getting female characters who 
actually are competent and pretty strong. Yeah, I kind mean, of, yeah. I mean, obviously in the opening arc, yeah, no, definitely. I think the opening, the whole of the opening arc, there's not really any strong female characters at all. You know that they kind of exist because obviously you can see that there are female teachers, but you don't see anything of the sort until the tuning exam when obviously the the ninjas of Naruto's age, the female ones, have to actually showcase their skills. Yeah. For those who don't know, which is probably no one, the kind of the ranks increase through Ninja Academy. It starts with like um, Genin, Chunin, ends up with Jonin or Junin. Sorry. I'm... Yeah, because it's supposed, it's, supposed, it's supposed to tell you what sort of missions you can go on. Yes. Yeah. The basically the arc after where we're going to finish talking about is them going on missions. And when I was first watching this, I thought that because I've been watching One Piece, where the format of One Piece is. They go to an island, they get involved in a story, they resolve the story, they move on to the next island. So I thought, oh, well, that'll be what Naruto's like. They'll go on a mission, they'll resolve that mission, they'll come back home, get another mission, yeah. and there'll they'll be these series of resolutions running through the series. But, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they do Not the first mission, well, the first proper mission, and then, then it all just kind of... Blows up. Yeah, the craziness yeah and the story just sort of loses control of itself after that uh, it just it doesn't know when to stop <laughs> each arc really just bleeds into the next there's no mm. it's, you can't put a definitive start and end point on each of the arcs mm. but yeah that that's how the kind of the ranking system goes and obviously you kind of obviously the, the higher you rank you're probably a bit stronger than the lower ranks but not always the case not always the case, as you will see in the series. So, if if you were to kind of be on any team, who whose team would you want to be on? Uh, it's not only the ones in the episodes we're talking about. Oh, the um, team guy, of course. Oh, obvious. <laughs> mm. I I wouldn't choose team the guy. I would have to team. choose Kakashi's team. He was the best character. In the series. Okay, yes. Is he introduced to this episode or he's is he certainly to... it? Oh no, oh, sorry. He's... No, he's episode four. You, yeah, you kind of see him with the other Junans before they kind of get their teams, and he, I don't think yeah, he says cause... anything. But... I think in season episode three, they're given their team of three, but they're not told who their teacher is going to be. And I think episode four is where they're given their teacher and then yeah, they go off their teacher to do their first mission. Because episode three is basically introducing the idea of these teams and then in the second half it's basically setting up Love the, triangle. Yeah, the Naruto, Sakura, Sasuke. And also, I mean, I've said how Sakura's kind of played as not being anything, in, not really being any use in fights. No. She, is, she is a pretty funny character though because of the inner... Sakura aspect. Actually, yeah, see, that was one thing that they did kind of ditch, is if you notice that although Sakura becomes decent in actual fights and stuff later on, they kind of lost the whole inner Sakura character where you kind of see what she's really thinking, which I think was kind of a bit of a shame, because that right, was, it could just... you say, that provided a lot of comedy moments in the early goings, and it made the character likeable, even though she was inherently useless. But it could just be that they're saying that she's matured, that she's not being putting up this front anymore. Yeah, maybe. Because that's basically that would go hand in hand with the whole strength thing and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, I've got to pick Team Kakashi because the instant I saw his character, he didn't even have to open his mouth. Obviously, you wouldn't see it anyway. But 
oh, this guy's got a mask. I like some masks. It's a real niche. Half masks I like, but not full masks. Um, a lot of people like, oh, with white hair, cool. not blonde hair. Oh, see, yes, he's a white-haired guy as well. I never thought of that. <laughs> and he... I'm going to go into this now. This character is the reason that I kept watching and jumping in and out of the manga because I wanted to see what his story was and I wanted to see him without a mask. In which it's, it's almost strange because I'm sure he doesn't have that much of an exciting face below his eyes because, I mean, he's animated. I mean, what are they going to do? Give him a beard or something? But Well, isn't there... Yeah. There is some gags early on where they're imagining what he looks like. There is, and the it, he, it's pretty Things funny. Like... Like a beaver, te- beaver's teeth, and yeah, yeah. And for me, I will feel, I feel kind of when I see that, I can finally rest. I feel <laughs> I've, I've earned in, I've earned to see his face. That's 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 why I kept watching and kept reading because I, I didn't care about Naruto what he was doing later on. I just wanted Kakashi. I'll be honest, I want to see his face. Any any estimations? Any? predictions as to what he looks like oh, they're not showing it yet I thought as it, far as i'm I, aware they haven't no. i thought they did a flashback arc they have done like no they've, they've done kakashi's um they've done kakashi's story as a self-contained like i think it was like a two-part story but if when you look at it kakashi always had a mask covering his lower face yeah. even okay. when he was only like a genin class ninja yeah, yeah, that's true. that's true. So he he looked the same. The only difference was obviously the the scar over uh, one half of his face, which he now predominantly normally covers up. Mm. And I, I want to learn more about Kakashi's father, White Fang, who yeah, I know we're going deep, very deep Kakashi. into this. You should watch but... the Kakashi Gaiden story. There's two. It's like a two parter. You can you can oh. watch it. You can watch it online without even having to download it. It's well, uh, it kind of gives you the whole it. flashback into Kakashi's father and stuff. Hmm. Oh, I'll definitely check that out, but. As I say, I want I want a face. I want rid of that mask. <laughs> Get it off. I must Get admit, when um, when I when I first started watching Naruto, I was watching it on my own. And when I explained to my friends about it and what the series was about, um, the first episodes I would show people. One of the episodes I would show my friends to get, which got them hooked on the anime, was actually the first episodes where you really see Kakashi showing off his skills, which I think's around about. Um, kind of like episode 8 or 9 which is basically the first encounter between the antagonist of the beginning arc and Kakashi Mm. Um, and that was basically what I would show people at first and I think later on then I'd start, anyone new later on I would show them usually the fight between Rock Lee and Gaara that was was always a high point for a lot of people in the series but Mm. prior to that the first encounter between um, the main villain for the first series, first uh, arc called Zabuza, the first encounter between him and Kakashi, where you really get to see some of what the uh, ninjas from this village are going to be capable of later, because obviously Naruto and Co, they only can do this kind of small time stuff. Um, and that was kind of what I showed my friends, and that was what kind of got them hooked on watching it. Oh, it's definitely a good thing. He was definitely, definitely it's, it's uh, one of the coolest characters of the series. Mm-hmm. The thing I find annoying about the kind of Kakashi fighting Zabuza thing, I love all that fighting, but at the time they're kind of like the the strongest people you see. And I don't like the way it always happens in this kind of like a shonen thing where Naruto just surpasses their strength. I find that annoying that they kind of get brushed under the carpet, and I don't like that. I feel sorry for 
The characters no, were once I mean, strong, I and like now that, the weakest. I like the fact that Kakashi, even in Naruto, where it's or at least where I last watched it in the Shippuden series, even though Kakashi's not the strongest, he's still likable, which is good because if somebody has to be the strongest character to be likable, then it's kind of like you say, it's oh, going yeah, yeah, to keep not... changing. You'll keep forgetting about somebody the minute mm. someone else comes along, which is easy to do in Naruto because of the sheer volume of characters. <laughs> yeah. mm. But obviously, uh, you've got to expect that in the Shonen series. I'm not going to expect the Naruto. Oh, yeah. You've got to expect to <laughs> come along that are stronger later on. Mm. It's going to be done. Um, okay, so go back to episode three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're in like... Uh, Sasuke. We've not talked about him. Oh, this guy. <laughs> I think he's got such a... The fact that I watched... He's probably the worst English voice. He's got the worst like voice actor. I don't know who it is, but it just Yuri doesn't Lowenthal. suit. Right, well, he's rub... well, He's probably a good voice actor, but he's doing the wrong character here. And to be honest, I think Kakashi's voice actor's not up to scratch. But anyway, we're on episode three. Yes. Um, Basically, he, at this point, he's a loner, um, a genius ninja, supposedly. Top of and, the uh, But yeah, Last surviving member of his clan. Antisocial, but you don't know why at this point. No. But yeah, Sakura's in love with him, and Naruto's jealous of him because Sakura's in love with Sasuke. Him, and he fancies Sakura. Yeah. Yes. And do, do they actually kiss? Sasuke's kind of like the designated heartthrob, isn't he? Because obviously, Eno, Sakura's best friend, also fancies Sasuke, and it's kind of like there's that whole thing that he's kind of the the, the person that everyone aspires to be or be but with. It does not matter because he turns out to be a complete ass. I didn't like Sasuke's character in the early goings. I mean, he kind of gets better in in this arc when him and Naruto start working together and you think he's not going to be a complete pleb, but then, unfortunately, he becomes a complete pleb again and stays like that for the rest of the series. And Doesn't Yeah. <laughs> to the point where you question the writing later on where the, the kind of people are making a big deal about Sasuke and you kind of think, why bother? Well, well uh, they do pile... Uh, the, the plot does pile on him as he learns more and more horrible things about his past. True. Whereas Naruto only really has one horrible thing to learn about his past. Well, a couple, but then the other's not so quite so horrible. Um, and he d- deals with it and moves on. Yeah, not this guy. But not this guy. No, he's kind of the reason why. I mean, it was partly the filler, but we weren't really that far into the filler when I decided to stop watching it. So it was kind of him and the general sort of not going anywhere of the plot uh, was kind of the reason I stopped watching. Oh, I've still got 102 episodes, which is further than I got with Shaman King and its annoying character, Lyzerg. I don't know who that character is. Oh, if, he, if you think Sasuke's bad, Lyzerg is the worst. He's like... <laughs> the thing I did like about Sasuke, and I know, once again, I'm jumping ahead of myself, is the fact that he trained with Kakashi. And, like, kind of Kakashi takes him under his wing... And anything to do with Kakashi, I don't know. I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm a sucker for cool ninjas. And this guy is—he's got it in the bucket load. But no, is it? A, well, I'm gonna. Sasuke becomes a bad guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping it. If you, oh, oh, oh! Spoiler if attack. You don't know you—you're never gonna know. I don't think. If you don't know now, you're not gonna watch it. Well, I'm just assuming here, but 
I don't know. I don't think he, I kind of like the idea at first of him being a villain, but then it just drags and drags. Well, if he drags him off of this series, and then it's still technically dragging out in the new one, but they've yeah. introduced enough other elements of plot once the yeah. Shipperton starts. Oh yes, yes. There's a, there's a lot more variety in Shipperton than there the sole focal point of the story, which is just that was getting very tedious. Mm. And I still found it tedious even in Shepparton. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I do occasionally watch Naruto past that, so I have seen some episodes of Shepparton normally when people say, oh, there's an episode of Shepparton which looks great. And often that can also be the same episode which people are saying look appalling because people have got funny <laughs> tastes in cartoons. <laughs> Um, Definitely like, some great fights it's involving Sasuke as well in in Shippuden. And, yeah, and in Ka- this series as well. I mean, because the, the is it 133, the showdown between Naruto and Sasuke. Is that uh, oh, It's the one where they're fighting oh, oh, on the water. Oh yes, that is awesome. That's that is cool. awesome. Right at the end, just before Shippuden, before the time skip. Well, between the huge lengthy filler, filler first, yeah. and then oh yeah, and oh then that Shippuden. is awesome when I think about this. Yeah, but at the same time, when it first came out, there was people who were going, oh, it looks terrible, they don't look on model, because, you know, people like to take a screen cap of a in-between or a stretch of yeah. the animation and say, why does not this not look perfect? Because it's supposed I, to be it, moving. It looked, it looked very weird. Like in the, Yes, it, it, they are moving, and it looks awesome because of that. And I don't get why people would whinge. Yes, they look a bit spermy. If that's like I know, I remember Naruto flying across the sky, oh. Lord, and the very spermy looking, but it looks good. I, I think I get what you mean. Yeah, uh, interesting choice. If I was describing something <laughs> as maybe sperm-like, would have been a better choice of words than saying they were sperm-esque. Well, they, they look very fluid and kind of almost um, blurred and yeah, kind of fluid would probably. <laughs> It's kind of like when you see Sonic the Hedgehog running fast. They make <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. If they didn't have his legs as a blur and you could see his legs moving, it would not look right. It wouldn't justify the amount of speed that they're trying to say he's moving at. Yeah, yeah. They, they capture it very well with that fight and with Sonic. So if, if you want to be an animator, just um, make things spermy if you want motion. Make it spermy. <laughs> Oh. Right, episode four, where you've <laughs> spoken about most of it already. But basically, they've got to do their first... Yeah, because the, the gimmick with Kakashi at this point is that he's never passed a team that he's had. Yeah, to the next stage of the... Because, yeah, of all the teams which get made at the start of this, only three will go on, I think they say. Which um... is handy, because that means they don't have to flesh out all the other characters you see in the background during episode three. <laughs> Yes. I can't remember if they kind of restricted. I didn't. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no one's dropped at this point because all the other teams of three are all still in it. It's um, right. but they. I think it's basically for the purpose of the, of the lesson. He tells them that out of the three of them, only two of their team will be able to pass the test, but that uh, you find out through I think Aruka discussing because he, Aruka obviously has taken become like a father figure to Naruto. He's discussing. Uh, with the third Hokage about Naruto's team and about what Kakashi's like and he then finds out that, that although two people out of the three are supposed to be able to pass the test 
every team that's been given to Kakashi has never passed this test. So he's just dropped them and refused to teach them. Yeah, so he's obviously worried because Naruto is not exactly the brightest uh, ninja in their class. He's no, generally... But he shows worse. potential. He has potential. Mm, not really. Not even in this stage. <laughs> oh, no, he does because he learned the uh, shadow. Technique. Oh, actually, no, yeah, sorry. No, you're right. Because obviously that was what made him graduate was the... Yes, the, he spent all the... night learning that. Yeah, so he's he's getting there, but he's still very, very goofy. Uh, but yeah, so basically it's a two-part episode where they've got to try and take these two bells off him in order to uh, supposedly pass the test, but actually he's lying to them. That is not the test at all. It's to work as a team and not try and outdo each other. Yeah, he's he's trying to test their teamwork and ability to team up to retrieve the bells. Yeah, so basically it's like, make sure you look after the people in your team before actually obeying orders. Yeah, break the rules. But help your mate, so <laughs> doesn't matter. And does this point that um, Sasuke sees his eye as well? No, is it uh, not? Was, no. Um, I thought he no, was. No, he doesn't. He doesn't no, know. Okay, right. No, no, no. At least the eye thing doesn't happen till his first encounter with Zabuza. Yeah, that's yeah. which is about episode. I think that's the episode eight I was on about earlier. Mm-hmm. Or episode seven, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's another. It's got a few jokes in this episode, all the same with the Kakashi reading the erotic novel. Come, come, paradise. Yeah, kind of not taking the the fight seriously. Mm. And uh, as a, at the young age of fourteen, I was lapping all this training stuff up. I was like, "Oh, that's such a good training idea. Oh, that's. Oh, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it?" It's the fact that I think as well that, that, that Naruto and Sasuke don't work together whatsoever. They both just decide that it's a competition to see who can get a bell off of him first. <laughs> and and Sakura doesn't even make an attempt to get a bell off of him. She spends the whole episode trying to win over Sasuke. Wouldn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't get the, the attraction to Sasuke. I really don't. Not from Sakura's point of view, but like there's lots of girls at cons in the con scene who who go, oh, what's the word? Like, cow-eyed for Sasuke. It's crap. And, oh, we'll not, we'll not go down that road. Not this time. He's a bad boy. He's moody and mysterious. <laughs> He's <laughs> angsty and emo, and that's what they like. But their... do they still? Or have they all I moved don't know. Up? Maybe do they don't. I don't know. I'm not really friendly with anyone who discusses this. I don't, see many, I, don't, I don't see many people dressed up as Naruto characters anymore. Nah, it's kind of... That, that that boat sailed. That flight's flown. But no, um... Oh, I remember my first con, I know I've mentioned... It was just full of Naruto cosplayers. Or at least, oh. uh, yeah, headbands as well. Did oh, you yes. A, did you have a headband, Gary? I think I did, yes. Uh, <laughs> the first on the show who had one. Yeah, shock horror, I had a Naruto headband. So which which uh, ninja village was it? Oh, it was, it was the Leaf Village. It was okay. Naruto's village. You, you weren't a missy was... nin, were you? With a, a strike? No, 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 no strike through. I wasn't no angsty uh, so-and-sos. Yeah, so you see, yeah, those ones are for the people who thought, well, people just wearing a normal ninja headband on and they're not cool. I'm going to have to wear one of the bad guys' headbands. <laughs> yeah. So people will know how cool I am. I'm like the Fonz <laughs> of ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Fonz of ninjas. 
Oh, God. Yep, I've had the headbands. I think I've also got T-shirts, Naruto-wise, kicking around. Never did the full-on cosplay, though. I think the headband was as far as I ever got. <laughs> do you know, Do you, if you come up on stage with us at the KitaCon, do you fancy wearing it? Uh, if I can find it and if it still fits. <laughs> See, I wouldn't wear mine on my head. I would have mine on, like, a shoulder. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I, see, I... I was wondering where that sentence was going. <laughs> your spermy animation. Oh, unless I was wearing a mask, then I would have, like, a Kakashi-style sweep down over the eye. We're leading into cosplay territory yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, his headband's bigger, isn't it? Because, obviously, he pulls the material down and covers one eye with it. Mm. To hide something dark and mysterious. And episode four we were talking about. Well, that's episode four and five because they're basically. Yeah, it's kind of a two-parter, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, after that, then you had the story arc where they go and actually go on a mission, meet um, one of these bad guy ninjas with a big sword and his. Psychic, yeah. Well, the first strong female character in the show turns out to be a man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I use the term boyfriend loosely. I just happens to be a boy, and it's his friend. Not nothing more than that. I hope. But Naruto thinks it's female. She's. I thought. Female. I thought he's very effeminate. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to the uh, ninja exam, where a bunch of people turn up. You get the new, some more teams from around the ninja world. Yeah, because obviously the other ninja villages, they all go to the same place for the exam, so they all come to the Leaf Village, conveniently this year. And then, um, partway through that, um, they get attacked by the big bad guy, Orochimaru. And it's a very, it's a very good fight in those episodes. And the, yeah, and then he just sort of drags and drags, and then I can't watch it. Yeah, it does. Favourite villain? Uh, oh god, blimey! Um, well, when he was a villain, Gara, who's one of the yeah, Gara's pretty sand good. ninjas. Sand, not sad ninjas. Sound like sad. <laughs> that as well. Sad is Sasuke. He is a sad ninja as well. I would hate to live in the sand village. I liked Orochimaru at first, but then they had this whole. It was almost Dragon Ball Z like how they they made the guy nigh on invincible, and every single time you thought the guy was dead. He could just turn his body into a pile of goop and kind of remake himself, which just got a bit tedious after a while. So I kind of grew bored of him. Um, so I think, I think for the longest time, my favourite villain was actually Itachi. Oh, which yes, is weird. Yeah, he's very. Good. Which is weird because you think I didn't like Sasuke, so you'd think that by default I wouldn't like Itachi either. But no, I liked Itachi. But he anybody wasn't... that wants to kill Sasuke is good in my boot. Yeah, well, he wasn't angsty. That was the thing. Itachi wasn't mm. angsty. He just he was a badass, but he wasn't angsty and moody like Sasuke was. That's and also, brother, I suppose it was funny that. Know. Yeah, it was. It was funny that obviously whenever the two of them met, um, Itachi would more often than not mock Sasuke and make out what I'd ask him questions about why he's so weak, which I took <laughs> great pleasure in watching. Yeah. And I don't know, how far did you get? Do you kind of... Uh, I don't um, know how to say it. Um, I got I got as far... if I, uh, I got into Shippuden. I, obviously, I watched mm-hmm. all of Naruto religiously. And then Shippuden I watched yeah. religiously to a point. I then stopped for a while because it hit some filler. And although I 
most of the time I was watching the filler because I quite liked it in the original Naruto series because the filler would often be about one of the underused characters, like, for example, Hinata or Shino. And it would be a kind of giving you a, a lot of insight into their kind of background and what they're capable of and what they're about, which I quite liked for some of the characters that I felt were, had been underappreciated. But in Shippuden, some of the filler was just very droney and, and kind of mediocre, especially when the, they would have Shippuden filler that would actually time skip backwards and it would be telling stories of them when they were kids again, which seems a bit weird because, you know, that was step, way like in the past. step back, yeah. yeah it's the thing that put me off Shippuden like, after I was kind of well into it was the fact that like the, I'd say, oh, has the filler ended? Yes. Okay, I'd jump back on board. And then they would draw out a fight and then that almost kind of became filler in itself because it would repeat the same scenes of a silly fight that you didn't care about. You just want to see the start of the fight, the end of the fight, and yeah, it almost that's... dragged itself out too long. Never mind filler. Yeah, so no, I don't mean and it, They started using some of the Dragon Ball Z traits where a fight would be dragged out because there'd be an episode where... Uh, when one of them does a move, the other one doesn't know how to get out of it. So then they would flash back to them having a training session from years before or something or other. And it was like, it was almost like Dragon Ball Z where they'd you'd be watching one fight, but throughout it you'd be seeing the characters each having flashbacks to previous fights they'd either had with seen. or with other yeah. characters. And it's just... It's, it was a bit unnecessary, I think. But... It's infuriating when you wait. As you said yourself, you wait once a week. week. You, yeah, Ugh. you get an get an episode where there's no new abilities or, or attacks it's the same attack and it's just a flashback and you sit there thinking wow i've just wasted 20 minutes but, <laughs> whereas um... unfortunately in the manga i, I kind of appreciate the fights obviously in the same way as watching them animated so it's no, kind of a catch-22 read shonen manga i re- i don't read them for that reason because i think if i read the manga i would play the fight out in my head and imagine it and then I would watch the anime, and if it doesn't match up with what I've invented in my head, I'm not going to like it. So <laughs> for that reason, that's part of the reason why I, very, I read very little manga and don't really read shonen manga. So like things like I wouldn't read Naruto. And also the fact that because the Naruto manga is so far ahead, you've got that whole issue of uh, you already know what's happening in the anime, so it's even more painful having to wait for that next episode because you know the next episode, you know exactly what's going to mm-hmm. happen in Oh, I, I don't think I could do both religiously. I know there's people who do that; they'll read it and they'll watch it every week. Yeah, no, I, just, I could. I could not do that. Could not do but, that. Um, no, in terms of how far I got, I took the uh, anime up to the what's known as the the five Kage meeting arc, which is basically you got the Hokage, who's obviously the leader of the Leaf Village, and it's basically each of the Kages from the different villages, like the Kazakage, the Raikage. They're basically all meeting together to discuss this uh, specific organization that are basically hunting down... Uh, I don't know, it's not a huge spoiler, but they're basically hunting down characters that have uh, tailed beasts sealed inside of them, which obviously Naruto is one. Uh, and obviously, each village tends to have a person that's got a similar type of scenario. So, the, each village has got a character that's got a beast inside them. So they're basically meeting up to discuss the crisis of their tailed beast people being um, targeted. Yeah, and that story, like the kind of the even the beginning of that kind of 
that group trying to get these these demons. That's been going on forever. It's definitely like, that's been going on for so long. The only thing I do like though is it's interesting. The, obviously, the group in question being the Akatsuki, who get cosplayed a hell of a lot, or used to. People with the clouds. Uh, all you need to do is put on a jacket, black jacket with red clouds on it, and a hat, and then and a headband of whatever village, and you could pretend you were a member. It's, <laughs> it's a cosplay job done. But um, it was interesting that how whenever each of the Akatsukis kind of comes into a fight, there are reasons for joining it, because they're not all inherently evil, which was, I don't know whether it was cliche to do that or not, but it was kind of, you kind of the Akatsuki almost, I found all of them so far were all a lot more interesting characters than Orochimaru was in the original Naruto series. Is he still about? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought well, he was... Still... I don't know if he's dead, but he's not about. about. Oh, okay, okay. So, it's kind of... With, with the thing with Orochimaru is because of the whole turning into a puddle of whatever or turning into a snake and crawling off. You you never know whether the guy's dead or not. You'd think a ninja could, after already defeating Orochimaru, you'd think he'd be able to catch a snake well, and somehow he, cut his head yeah, off. It's, it's hard to say without major spoilers, but he's it's kind of like he's been defeated, but then after being defeated, somebody did something with the body that suggests that he may not be dead, sort of thing. Mm. I won't elaborate much further than that, but people can probably find out if they'd looked on online or whatever. <clears throat> so does it hold up? Um, two, well, no, some, some of the fights in Shippuden have, have, are superb. Um, I don't know if I've ever watched a fight in Shippuden that, that had me kind of glued to my seat as much as the Gara Rock Lee fight first did, but then and again with Kakashi and Zabuza's first fight, but then I think the problem is with once you've watched those fights, your expectations are higher, so it's almost it's difficult for characters to live up to that. Um but certainly one of the things I do like about Shippuden is my personal favourite character from Naruto, which is Shikamaru, has a much larger role than he does in the original Naruto series. Um so that part of it I did really like. But I think it it definitely holds up outside of filler. It's the filler is seems to be the thing that keeps it down. But it's the problem is the ratio of filler to content at the moment seems to be almost I'd say fifty fifty. So it's oh god, go for an you go for a nice decent patch of of good stuff, but then you get for this horrible filler, and then you'll go through the good stuff again, but it'll be. It'll be stuff that's happened in the manga, but it's the the animated version is drawn out with a lot more flashbacks, and it'll be flashbacks to events from the filler. Oh so god, even worse! Kind of filler of filler. Just gonna do what One Piece did and make your opening theme tune a lot longer, <laughs> <laughs> and have very long recaps at the start of each episode. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that actually because I just skip past that when I'm watching One Piece now. So kind of, I'm, I'm reducing the. The tangible content. Like I'm, I'm kind of picking out that tangible content that I need to watch and what I don't need to watch. Mm. So hats off to do that. It's quite do you think it held up, Brian? Uh, these five episodes, Ian, they held up better than I ex- was expecting them to. But by the fifth episode, I was annoyed of Naruto again. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes five episodes. <clears throat> At least this Naruto. Um, mm. He is a bit too annoying and. A bratish. Did you watch of Shippuden, Brian? 
Uh, I've seen, I think, two or three episodes in random. So I've seen the pain fight where we, the people didn't like and probably a couple of other episodes. Oh, there was, I've seen one of the fights where the Toads are doing a load of stuff, which was pretty well animated. I can't remember who they were fighting. Yeah. Um, and another one as well. But those two stick in my mind as being pretty well animated. I should check them out because I've I've read those bits in the manga, but I've not seen them. One of the things that struck me was the um, the recent Naruto games. The animation quality looked better than the series. <laughs> they were like animated fights the games, and I was I was watching it, and I was like, "Wow, this!" I almost wish the anime was animated like that. <laughs> oh, I'm not big on the some of the games. I can I've quite enjoyed the. Ultimate Ninja, is it Ultimate Ninja or something? Or you got Ultimate Ninja Storm. That's the kind of adventure type ones. Where yeah, I like the adventure ones. Of, uh, they kind of you you can run around the village and interact with the characters and the shops, and you get missions and stuff. But then obviously you can kind of go through a bit like what they do with the Dragon Ball Z games. They basically allow you to play through the story of the anime from a set point. So mm-hmm. the last Ninja game, Ninja Storm Two, basically. Is almost a, a compl- it's almost like a concise version of Shippuden because it basically lets you play through Shippuden from the beginning when Naruto comes back after the three-year time skip, um, and it take it takes you right up to the end of the pain fight. Oh, okay. So it, it kind of gives you a, it kind of gave you a good concise way of of mm. going through the um, the story, and it would have obviously the cutscenes and stuff, but it didn't have any of the filler, which was good. Um, but then you've obviously got the uh, Gekuto Ninja Tyson games, which I play a lot, which are on the Nintendo consoles, which are the kind of just the beat 'em ups that don't really uh, have. I've played one of them with you, Gary, and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Ugh. They were they were good to begin with, but the problem was as you started introducing the whole the whole typical shonen thing, each new character being very powerful. The later ones got a bit silly because they would introduce new characters um, and some of them were, because they tried to make them as realistic as possible, Mm. ridiculously overpowered. So you had that issue of not adjusting the damage on more powerful characters. Mm. So it kind of, you you get the whole issue of there being tears like in a lot of fighting games, Mm. which kind of, was it some people... People want to be able to play as their favourite character. They don't care who the strongest is. It's like, oh, I want to play as him. He's my favourite. And it's kind of the fun of it got taken out when they started putting in really powerful characters. Yeah, see, I don't like the fact that it's like a... For me, it felt like a terrible beat-em-up engine with, all oh, right, what series should we put with this? Then they slap a load of skins on and sell it as a Naruto game. Obviously, it's got the moves and stuff the characters have, but mm. nah, I'm, I'm sorry... Oh, it's certainly no, not, not like as well as the Ultimate Ninja Storm series were. Because the, the first Gecto Ninja games were on the GameCube, and the most recent ones have been on the Wii. But the Wii ones essentially have the same animation quality as the GameCube ones. Because <laughs> obviously the Wii doesn't do HD. Mm. The only Naruto game I've played was Battle Stadium Don. Oh, do you, oh, is that with Dragon Ball and One Piece as well? It is, yeah. I oh, I hate that one as well. <laughs> oh, God. I thought. Well, I thought I've only played it one day as a Minami. I was pretty good at it. <laughs> Picked it up. I beat everybody was I played against. So I figured I quit while I was ahead. I was okay as a, as a Power Stone clone. It was 
all right. It had the added appeal of having One Piece characters in it. Actually, yeah, that's what I figure. They do play very similar to Power Stone. Mm. Um, kind of like sort of a cross between that and the Smash Brother games. Yeah, so I'm not massive on Smash Brothers, but the thing that really annoys me about D.O.N. is you go to a con and you go into the games room and you think, oh, yes, I'll play some Street Fighter. Oh, it's going to it's gonna have a big telly. Street Fighter's going to have a big TV. You look <laughs> around, it's on this little portable, and then D.O.N.'s <laughs> on this huge projector with people gathered around watching it. Exactly. Right, anime characters in it, that's Exactly, why. you're an anime con, yes, you're not I, a I get Street that, Fighter con. But... Oh, it's just like, come on. They need to do a Street Fighter series anime. They did, That's didn't they? Well, they? I know did... there was a short thing called I think Street Fighter Alpha. Oh, and there's Alpha. That's a, a film. Oh, no, did they do a series oh, it as well? It was TV. They did that really bad cartoon. Oh, yeah, the cartoon as well. <laughs> I, I forget about that. Yeah, I might, might no, have to watch it. I'm pretty sure. Um... Sure, there was a... did a few things here and there. Anim- the kind of... animated movie, which was really good. You oh, then yeah. had Alpha, which was sketchy, and oh, then sorry. Alpha, which I've heard is even worse. Street Fighter Two V. Ah, yeah, I'm sure. Was that? Oh, I maybe think of something else. But mm, as far as the animated film goes, that's that's awesome. That's, that's I brilliant. do like that. And th- to be honest, the Alpha film's pretty good. I quite like that. Except they invent a brother for Ryu. Yeah. Mm, I'll <laughs> let that slide. It's Street Fighter. My Street Fighter's Brian's One Piece and your your Naruto. Unless there's something else here. Your Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man probably more appropriate. <laughs> Although most Mega Man anime shows have been terrible. But I, I think I think Naruto's held up. I think it's I actually prefer the first arc with the whole Zabuza thing as Picture that as like a standalone thing, and I really like that. And then yeah, I, think- no, I, I agree. The, the The first arc is probably still the best arc. The tuning exam arc's good because there's a lot of fights with a lot of different characters, which which gives you a lot of variety. But it's the fact that because it bleeds into the next Definitely. kind of attack on yeah. the village arc, it kind of the tuning exam itself becomes less important because suddenly there's this great big threat. So yeah. That- the- do they ever actually properly resolve to finish the exam? Um, no. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm sure Shikamaru sure no, 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 They do, they do. No, they do do the... the they, they basically say, after the whole aftermath of the attack on the village, they basically... Just, the, the exam was interrupted, but they decide that out of all of the people that took part in the exam, Shikamaru was the only person that was considered yeah. to become a tune-in. But then what they do do, to avoid having to show you the tune-in exams anymore, is when they do the time skip, and Naruto obviously during the time skip is not actually in the village, he's gone off to train. He comes back to the village pre-time, uh, post-time skip, and in the three years that has passed by, every other person in the village that was his age has become a tune-in. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. Now... Technically, Naruto, as powerful as he is, is still only a Genin ranked ninja. ninja. <laughs> you could even mm. have the interesting dynamic where Konoha Maru could become a tune in before he does, which would be quite funny. Okay, yeah, I, I thought he didn't actually properly physically finish the exam. That was the, uh, yeah, but I remember now what's his, what's his face becoming. A... Yeah, because they just basically give him the green jacket. Uh... Is he not a Junin now? Um. 
I'm sure. I'm sure when he comes back, like Naruto comes after the time skip, Shikamaru is actually a Junin, whereas everyone else has well, a. I think, Junin. No, no, I think Neji was the only one from their village that was given Junin rank. Oh right, okay. I, I that, thought there was that was the thing. Naruto is obviously he feels that he's although he's become powerful by training, he's kind of a bit gutted at the fact that they've all become Junins and he hasn't. And Neji's a Junin, and obviously Naruto isn't. And then obviously when he finds out what gara has been up to, he's even more jealous. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm. I think... I think that's sort of for Naruto. For... Oh, God, it could go on forever, this conversation. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. So should people watch it? Um... No, they should watch One Piece instead. Uh... <laughs> well... Simple. Because I, I reckon you've only got time for one of these sort of shows in your life. At least I have, by my failing to watch um, Hunter x Hunter since Christmas. But you, you do plan on catching up with that, don't you? Uh... Go on, Brian. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, for me at the minute, Hunter x Hunter is there. That is a bit like me trying to catch up with Bleach. Because for what it was worth, I enjoyed Bleach, but I didn't enjoy it as much as Naruto. So I kind of, it got neglected first and Every now and again, I think I'm going to sit and watch something and catch up, and I'll actually catch up on Naruto. Whereas Bleach, now I'm so far behind, the thought of trying to catch up just seems like this impossible task. A bit like the thought of trying to go through all the episodes of One Piece, because I only got about ten episodes into that. I just jump straight in. Yeah, do what I did. Do do the time skip. Join me. Do the time warp. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I personally think this is... Um... Well, put it this way, after watching these five episodes, tonight, I'm going to read the manga up to date. I'm about a hundred chapters behind. Another dirty pirate. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you going to buy all those and read them all up to date? Oh, course, well, we'll, we'll not. Um... <laughs> you, you read Billy Bat, Brian? I haven't read it in years. Oh, darn, <laughs> darn it. Well, well fair That's enough, but... For all those listening, Askew is basically going to purchase all of the manga and he will be hiring a translator, a no, translator no. He'll to narrate it in English. He'll buy it in French. <laughs> <laughs> then send it back. Did you send those Z-Man books back? Oh, of course I did. Did you get your money back? Yes. Oh, there you go. Well, I can't complain at all. I mean, what did I buy? In... I went and bought Berserk, a few, episodes, a few volumes of Berserk in replacement. Um, but yeah, so I think ten years old. I think it looks pretty good for ten years old, and I think if you watch these five episodes, I think you'll want more if you've never seen it before, and if you're into kind of shonen stuff. If you like pirates, watch One Piece. If you like ninjas, watch Naruto. If you like both, watch both. <laughs> but don't bother with Bleach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not a Bleach lover. You have to get somebody else on to talk about Bleach in depth. Or if you don't want to catch up, just watch Hunter x Hunter. It's 20 episodes in. Boink, or there you go. the video games, well, of Naruto anyway. Oh, got, not the beat em up. They've got done an English One Piece game for a while. Uh, they're doing one soon. Um, the um, Dynasty Warriors one. Uh, I think people found out about it because the website had been registered uh, uh. for the European version. I think <laughs> that was the first clue of it coming over. It, that that game will be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, yeah, as long as you like Dynasty Warriors games. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I love Dynasty So much fun. 
Um, oh, that, that sounds pretty but it, Actually, that'd be a good way for you to catch up on what's happened in One Piece without actually watching all the cartoons, in the same way that the Fist of the North Star one was a good way for me to catch up with what's ha- what happened in Fist of the North Star without watching that. <laughs> mm, actually, no, that sounds like a good idea. Because I think also for Naruto, the new Naruto game coming out is called Naruto Generations, and it looks like it's going to chronicle in an abridged format both the young Naruto's storyline and also the Shippuden storyline because it has the two of them on the front cover, like young Naruto and then post time skip Naruto. Yeah, because I mean the One Piece one looks like it's going to be everything up to the time skip. Bloody hell. Okay, that could be good. Wow, there's so much stuff to do with these things. Well, that's because they make a lot of money. Oh, yes, yes. Um... Oh, God. That bleach is ending. Well, we can say goodbye. Join us next week for something which isn't ninja-related. In fact, I don't know what it will be yet. It might be Eurosite Sura. It might be something else. Maybe, yeah. But ninja, as ninja stuff goes, I don't know whether I can decide between Ninja Scroll or Naruto as the best ninja show slash movie. I was going to say, what, which is the best ninja? The best ninja is Rock Lee. Nah, he's, what, <laughs> he's the least ninja 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 person 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 in the world he's got to be he's got believe to be. it but he's a very fun character nonetheless especially when he starts drinking don't worry there's not a depressing drinking story in the resorts um no he's just he's cuz up to that point he's been Bruce Lee and then after that point he's also Jackie Chan yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so anything you want to plug this secret video you're talking about. You got, can you announce anything on that? Oh, me? Um, sorry. Um, well, when's this episode out? Uh, by the end of this week. That's mm, not going to be out then. Okay. So but uh, there's something else. Um, I did a voice for a game yesterday. On Was it yesterday? Yeah. Just um, friends doing like a little indie game. And I did a, a voice for it. So... When the game's somewhere to play, you'll hear me. And I don't know when that's going to be, to be honest. But I'm just informing people of my endeavours. I'm also on Twitter, um, AntAskew, A-N-T-A-S-K-E-W. Oh, I've got a new AMV. I'm going to have an AMV at KitaCon in the AMV set, which is also going to be in the AMV contest, which I would like to think I would win. But we'll see. Um, and that is gonna that is fra- well, that's Fractale, which I've never actually watched yet, so it's very weird to use to edit with. And the song, which you're gonna laugh at, The Wanted. Do you know who The Wanted are, guys? I think I might have had the misfortune to hear them on the radio at some. They're point. a horrible boy band, but I just there's something about the song that's very catchy and very. You know, and it's meant for the AMV set, which is going to be a party. So people will dance to this, I hope. And that's it. That's that's me. Okay, you can find me, as per usual, at awesome-engine.com. And you can find this podcast at dynamiteinthebrain.com. You can find me on Twitter at awesome underscore engine. And at Kitacon, me too. I have two things being run. First of all, there is Annie Song Armageddon which is currently taking place on Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday evening, before the AMV set, I will be doing Mad Stravaganza 6. Two hours of the usual nonsense. Absolutely. 
I shall be there as well at Kitacon. You can also reach me on Twitter at Gary Hedges. I assure you, I retweet less than Askew does. Um, <laughs> no, but we'll yeah, I, I, I can't confirm. I tend to retweet CM Punk a lot, but then that comes with being a wrestling fan. <laughs> I should really kind of narrow down and make my plugs concise. <laughs> Mine kind of, I forget about something, then something springs to mind. I just, I just sperm it out, you know. And all so. that out. Cheerio. <laughs> Bye. Believe it. Oh, well done. I like it. Your life's gone down the drain. Your body's wrecked with pain. There's just one thing to blame: dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the brain. Dynamite in the Thanks for listening. I'm Brian Smith, the man who was almost trampled by a round... Let's try that again. <laughs> uh, we should actually work out whether what I've written actually makes sense. Uh... <laughs> it does not. That's why I got thrown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a good idea as to what's coming. I crashed in the middle of a sentence there because it was... Oh, it looks like I started it in one tense and then did it in another. Uh, there we go. Thanks for listening. I am Brian Smith, the man who was almost trampled by a rampaging Stan Lee, and this is episode 40 of Dynamite in the Brain, the podcast that loves anime and hates fun. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. He imagines fellow bus travellers as cartoon hams. It's Anthony Askew. Hello. And finding time out... Sorry. Try it. I'm going to try all that again. I'm oh, mumble oh, mouth oh. today. <laughs> again, because the Gary sentence didn't make sense either. <laughs> <sighs> Glasses are dirty as well. Oh, oh God. It's all, it's all going to hell. Oh. Right. Now that you've said that, I'm having to clean my glasses because I'm thinking, oh, actually, mine are quite dirty. <laughs> Go on, Gary, get, get yours clean as well. I'm, yeah, I'm now sitting and cleaning mine, just because <laughs> of an instinctual thing. Mm, what have you done? What have you done? Habitual. So I'll stick all this at the end as a bonus. 